this was kind of last minute. I don't know. Are you looking at your phone, Amber? No. I can't see you, but I no. can only speculate. I can see. You. No, I'm not. The phone Are you sure? The yeah. Tim, Tim can verify. What, 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 what is she doing, Tim? Right now, she's touching herself. I am. She's <laughs> really? It's what are you doing? Well, I don't even know what to say to that, to be honest with you. Okay, she's got both of her now, arms. See? Now you know. She's got both of her arms in the in the air, one with a beer in it. That's, that's yeah, that's the, the level of professionalism. Here we go. This is Ghostly Talk. Uh, yeah, this is our second show um, with the new project. So I'm glad to be part of the number two. Yeah. <laughs> The two-way, yeah. <laughs> Fat Jesus is in the house, an old friend of Ghostly Talk. Welcome, uh, Fat Jesus. Thank you. For, for This was like, literally, this happened, like, this This idea to do this was, like, a couple hours ago. Like, hey, come on out and hang out, dude. Yeah, Have absolutely. a couple drinks and let's do this thing, you know. So here we are. Uh, FJ's here hanging out with us. And, Glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. Bonnie will be here pretty soon. We might do this show, like, in two parts. I don't know yet. We kind of talked about it outside before the show here. Uh, we might do two parts here because Bonnie literally is en route um, as we speak to come here to the haunted, the beautiful haunted apple orchard here where we record the new ghostly talk at. I think while Bonnie's walking in the door, she should make us drinks and bring them to us. That'd be a good idea. Um, I mean, this isn't a live show. I was almost from, <laughs> hey, Bonnie, while you're listening, pretend like we're a real show or something here. Yeah, like, right. Um, she'll be here pretty soon, so maybe we'll cut it up. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe we'll just rip through the whole thing. I don't know what's going to happen just yet. A uh, lot of really cool feedback uh, from the first show. Uh, again, can't thank you guys enough. The amount of email. We really didn't think this would be that big of a deal. I mean, the show has not been on the air for seven years or doing anything for seven years. And um, we didn't think this would be that big of a you know splash, which I don't think it's that in the grand scheme. In the universe, this is not that big of a splash. Uh, but the amount of email we've got and trying to manage this stuff and people on Facebook and uh, some Twitter stuff I've gotten too. Um, thank you guys. Thank you so much. It really makes us feel good to be welcome back like this. Well, I think you had such a good crowd before that with the fact that so many people are listening online more than ever and it's a natural fluid drop right back into your old crowd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I mean, th- th- we talked about this on the last show. I mean, the first show, if you guys haven't listened, go and check it out. It's there for free to download. Uh, it was more just like, okay, we don't know what the hell we're doing here. Like, what, We what's, still don't. We don't know what the hell we're doing here. Um, and we don't know how this is going to go. I'm gonna, I am gonna. really want to stress that. we. This is a, literally a grand experiment for us to see if this is something we're going to like go with. And that's not to like try to create some bullshit, you know, like uh, suspense or something here. That's not the case at all. But really, we're like, let's try to do this thing. Uh, we had a really great time last time. And that it was a great vibe. Everybody had a lot of fun. Uh, so I... I don't, but still, we don't really know what's going to happen yet. But we're here, we're doing it again, and we got a couple things we're going to talk about tonight. Now, before the show, Tim, yes, um, we were talking outside, and you had this really weird thing. You said, I'm, "Okay, I'm telling you guys right now, we got a couple ideas, but really, we're coming into this thing like cold. We really just it was kind of a last minute plan to come down here and tape, and so we're really flying by the seat of our pants right now. That's what I'm used to. <laughs> You're the you originated that idea." <laughs> We lived together. That was oh, a weird. Yeah. That was a weird time. We, yeah, <laughs> we needed a much bigger place <laughs> we, to coexist perfectly. Yes, <laughs> I'd wake up. I'd wake up some mornings. I gotta tell you guys, this is great shit, dude. I would wake up some mornings, 
and they go to work. And like you're already at work. Mm-hmm. Like, you, okay, I don't know if the like the old school listeners of the show, you all know Fat Jesus, and this is a man that I talk about a lot um, because I've back in our partying days, like the partying days when we really were at it, right? Oh yeah. Um, this guy right here, sitting here, I'm staring at him right now. <laughs> um, I'd see this guy get into so many levels of fucked upness. That's the only way I can really say it, right? I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to keep the, the that, fill, fill floor and filth down a little bit, but uh, that's about as accurate as this you- guy would be in all states of effed upness. Let's just go with that. But Tim was always the guy that would always be the voice of reason, and when things would get ugly, which they rarely did, um, this would be the guy to go, hey, "Guys, what are you doing?" <laughs> Yeah, like, dude, didn't you just shotgun like twelve beers over there, like doing a handstand with a clown dancing around you? Yeah, <laughs> what are you talking about man? Um, and you were always the guy. To, and this was from personal experience. And I always tell, I love telling that story. The one where um, you came in that one night. That's when I worked midnights, right? Mm-hmm. And I was up really late. And you coming from the bar? It was like a, I think it was a Friday night, but you had to work Saturday morning. Oh, you had yeah. to work all. You worked every day. Um, you come stumbling in. <laughs> And I'm like, oh hey, and you're like, yeah, it's got to what's up, man? And like, you go into your bedroom, and I'm like, well, he's 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 had a good time. <laughs> Might have been a little touched. Yeah, a couple yeah. of couple of pops. <laughs> yeah. And all I hear is like, after a couple minutes, I hear, dud. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? And I run in there, and there you are, like face first in the floor, and you're bleeding on the carpet a little bit. I'm like, oh dude, I'm like, are you okay? No 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 no. I'm like, I'm like, are you okay, Tim? You're like. Dude, just leave me here. I'm fine. Just leave me here. That was like 4 o'clock in the morning. Mm. It was 4 o'clock in the morning. I remember that vividly. And 6 o'clock in the morning, I'm still, I was still like, I was doing the midnight thing. So I was still, even when I didn't have to go to work, I'd stay up late, really late, cause just to stay in that, that cycle, uh, right? Yeah, you have to. So 6 a.m., I'm still punching away on the computer doing some dumb stuff. And I hear like Russell up. <laughs> I hear the shower go on for like 10 seconds. I hear a couple of rustles, and I just see you walk out going, I'm going to work. I'll see you later, dude. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. who yeah. is this person? Wait, you're not the same person I live with. What's going on here, man? There wasn't even drugs involved to make no, that happen no, either. No, it was just straight whiskey-soaked. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to go up. Well, I told you we were going to go in the weeds, that, and we're, we're already in the weeds that's here. That's But we were talking before the show, and something weird happened to you. Yep, yep. Tell us all about this, man. Well, it was uh, Halloween night, which is actually a perfect night for weird stuff to happen Mm -hmm. and it turns november 1st at midnight well my children had an old thing that they learn off of probably nickelodeon cartoon something i don't know yeah first of the month first thing you say is rabbit rabbit and it brings you good luck for the whole month no wait what time okay so you have to say this on halloween night well the first of the month it was november 1st oh yeah it was past midnight yeah all right so my daughter is bartender so she always works late, and um, so she wants to say to me, rabbit, rabbit, so that's the first thing I see and to remind me, so I say it, and I have good luck. I bolt up out of a sound dead sleep at 2.20, and I think there's something wrong. Or I heard something. Something woke me up. No idea what. 2.22, I get the text from my daughter, and it's just the word, two words, rabbit, rabbit. <laughs> It was beautiful. But literally two minutes before that, you just kind of just jumped out. And I mean, I think, I know I've had that happen to me lots of, I mean, I know it isn't the first time it's probably happened to you too. Right. Um, I have those things where I'll just, I mean, literally I'll feel my stomach turn 
sometimes I've had weird things like that happen where something just don't feel right. And you'll have, and then next thing you know, you'll get a phone call or something else. You'll see something or something just will happen to a you. Piece of premonition, or she was thinking about texting me so hard that it actually got through to my brain. My well, that's what you said too. You're like maybe, maybe she ways, was yeah. thinking so hard that she reached out to me. You yeah, know? and it was just bizarre as heck. I I told her about it the, the next day, and yeah. she couldn't believe it. And but it was just you know. And then of course I get the text, and immediately you think, oh. A message at two twenty-two in the morning. Yeah, it's got to be something bad. No, it was just rabbit, rabbit. But I had the adrenaline going. Next thing I know, it's four in the morning, and I'm still awake. Don't you hate that? At our age now, yeah. I, I found the older I get, you know, I usually have my regular cycle of phone calls. <laughs> like I do my like at the end of the day, I always talk to my mother, and I always talk to Amber. He's such that's, a good boy. That, I know, but that's just my regular cycle. I always talk to you know, and the and. You know, typically I might talk to my mom during the day, like, hey, what's going on? You know, what's up? Um, but there's those phone calls you'll get. And it, you, I mean, I'm not going to say it's something like anomalous in nature. It could be. But usually it's just it's an off time. You're not used to getting this phone call from this person. And you just kind of know instinctively that, okay, whatever this phone call is, I really shouldn't answer it. But I have to answer this because I need to be a responsible person, right? That's adulthood. That's adulthood. Yeah. That that pretty much, I think if that sums up adulthood, that, that would be the yeah. thing that sums it up. Because yeah. it, it, when the older you get, those phone calls, you just get those weird phone and you're like, oh, God. What is, no. Oh, God, no. I, dude, I, 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 I had tickets for Rick Springfield, man. No, you can't do this to me right now. No, no way, dude. No. Yeah. And that's, that, that's how much of a shallow bastard that I am. That's the first thing I'm like, dude, I had tickets for... For Blue Oyster Cult, man. What are, you, what are you talking about, man? I can't. No, no, you can't, can't die. This person couldn't have died right now. This no bullshit. No, they got to come no, back. No, there's no hospital visits that I have to go to. No, 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 no there's no that. hospital visits in my future here. I got to go see Blue Oyster, Blue Oyster Cult tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm going to the hospital one more time. What's that? <laughs> oh, a- oh, one more. <laughs> I only got one more visit to the hospital, and that's it. That's it. That'd be a, that'd be great. I wish that would be the way it would work, but no, I know. The, the wonderful modern day healthcare we have, uh, yeah. Yeah, good luck with that. Oh, dude, you got a little bump on your arm? Oh, it has to be cancerous. We're gonna have to cut your whole friggin' arm off now. <laughs> no. Sorry, that's the way it is. Don't don't ever look at WebMD. I learned <laughs> I that, know. you know, and that's a, that's a running joke now on the web too. I think. I mean, because I, I've done that too, where it's like, you know, my butt hurts a little bit. I don't know what's <laughs> going on here. So I look it up on WebMD, and everything's either a venereal disease or cancer. I'm like, what? <laughs> exactly. The first question should be, Are you in prison? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I do that, which I think I, I actually think the WebMD thing it might help doc, doctors because they don't like it. Yeah, I mean, I've talked to my doctor, and he's like, he's like, no, you know, I don't ever read those things. But I'm like, dude, it's driving business to you because I read that I had a little a little pain, whatever, and I look on WebMD and it says I'm gonna die tomorrow, so I immediately book a doctor's appointment. So I'm coming straight to you. So maybe you should like team up with these guys because they're driving business to you guys. I think. Really, it, it, all of a sudden, it's it's everything is horrendous. You know, you've got a scratch on your arm. It's got to be cancer. Yeah, you be, better go. Yeah. Dude, I just scratched myself on a you know you scratch, <laughs> you scratch yourself on a rusty nail. You're gonna die. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, yeah. Don't ever look at WebMD. If anybody out there has never done this practice before, don't do it. Just go to the doctor if you have something to worry about. Don't look at the internet for for medical advice. Well, you know what's even worse is all the ads on TV for all the drugs that say all these side effects that could happen to you if you Dear take this God. or if you have these symptoms, you may need this drug and. My doctor knows more about that than I do. Why are they telling me this? Yeah. You know, I don't need to know any of this information. 
Well, you, you take a drug, and then it gives you side effects. So you have to take a drug for the side effect. And you take a drug for the side effect. Literally, it's a piggyback thing. I've seen this happen. My, my parents have had to deal with this. They take a certain drug. It gives them some insane side effect. They have to take them off that to put them on something else. Oh, or they absolutely. Have to, again, like I said before, they have to give them a, a, a drug for the side effect of the side effect. Of the, and this is like freaking Inception now, basically, uh, we're playing. Of course. Medical Inception. Well, like I said, told you earlier, you know, I'm on blood pressure pills, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I have to take a, a medicine to counteract the side effect of blood pressure pills because... There's one part of you that you do want blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, Jim? Well, I'm sure I'll leave it well, up to you. Well, when a boy bed. and a girl like each other, <laughs> they want to have a baby. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I'm, we still have to work the studio out here, too. We're still like, the equipment is like just kind of piled up. And I'm like, it's all in front of me. It kind of sucks. So I don't get to see Amber's face for any of this crap. So I know she's like sitting here with utter I'll disgust. I have to sit on a couple phone books. <laughs> yeah. Why? But- What's wrong? Why do you have to sit on phone books? I don't get so it. So I can see you. Oh, no. Uh, no. Stop that. Actually, I kind of <laughs> like it this way. Because I... I if I, I know everything I'm saying right now, you're probably wincing at. Oh, yeah. I saw the and wince. You, and you'd fuck up my rhythm. So, <laughs> no. I, I, I don't want that. So, yeah. So, okay. But that weird thing happened. That, you know, that's yeah. kind of cool. Like I said, I've had that happen to me, too, where just you get some strong feeling. The one I talk about is a one where, what are you looking at? I saw that. Quit staring at me. No, I, I was. I just see your eyeballs. Uh... I just see your little eyeballs staring over the monitor at me. The one I had, and we talked about this years ago on Ghostly Talk, so it's ancient history now. Uh, I had a weird thing happen where my grandmother was dying. Like she was, you know, she was like stage whatever, stage whore, like 99 cancer. But I don't know what, I don't want to know what all the stages right. are. But she was in real bad shape. My mother, bless her heart, was the one that had to go there and like take care of her for like three months. My mom was there taking care of my her mother. And there was just, you know, and I was a kid. I was like, um, just north of high school, you know, just got out you of high school. You still don't know anything. Yeah, and about. I still thought I knew everything. I didn't know shit. And yeah. it was one of the, like, you know, Scott, you really should go down there and see your grandmother. Oh, she's fine, whatever. We got plenty of time. Cause I got go to age- go to Herschel's and eat cheese sticks and drink coffee. <laughs> That's what was more important to me back then. Right? Well, plus at that age, nobody, you know, you got forever. Yeah, well, yeah, has, you're, you're, you know. you're going to live forever. So I didn't really understand mortality. At that point, I mean, even even as an adult, technically speaking, I didn't understand that idea. Still, you understand what it is, but you don't really grasp it and understand how you need to live your life around that. I think. Right. And um, it was one of these days, though. Literally, I was in the parking lot of this place called Herschel's that I was just mentioned a second ago, and I was sitting there. I was waiting for a friend to meet me there, and I was just sitting there, and something just came over me. Anxiety, just a state of anxiety came over me. My stomach got upset. I started to sweat a little bit. My heart rate, I mean, I felt all this come over me. And I'm like, why do I feel so weird? What's going on? And my friend Dave pulled up just like that moment. And he's like, oh, what's going on, dude? I'm like, listen, um, leave your car here. Come with me. And he's like, well, why? I go, look, I got to go see my grandma. Something is, it was just something instinctively said, you need to see your grandmother right now. So I went down there and saw my grandmother on her dying bed, basically. She was dying. And she didn't even know who the hell I was. She thought I was her son, my Uncle Wayne, who passed away, got 20 years ago now. So she didn't really know who I was. And um, I just, you know, all I could do was just talk to her. And, you know, she literally, she just 
didn't even know I was there. There was just, but it didn't matter. That's not the point, man. I didn't need to have a have a conversation with her, uh, but I just needed to be there for her and say what I had to say by myself and just kind of make my peace with her. We never had any. We were cool with each other. Yeah. But uh, but I had to make that peace and. Of course, I left there a wreck just to see any family member like that. Just it's going to screw you up. I don't care who you are. Um, and then I went. We went. Actually, we went out. I didn't even. I think we got back to the parking lot of Herschel's, and I said, you know what? I completely. I, lost I'm not going to be very fun tonight. Yeah. I'm not going to be very fun tonight. Um, we didn't go there to eat. Are you kidding? We came there to smoke and <laughs> drink coffee. Um, I just wasn't into it though. And he's like, you know, I get it, man. It's cool. So I came home and literally went to bed that night. And four o'clock in the morning, my sister came down and said. Scott, grandma died. So it wasn't like minutes like you're talking about, but there was it's a timeline there. And that's one of those ones I'll never forget about because something told me you need to get your ass down there uh, and, and and do the right thing here by your grandmother and, you know, and show her the respect that she deserves. Well, I had that dream about Tom, which might have been a premonition. You remember me telling you about that? Tell me about it again. So Tom Mott, who most of you listening will remember from yeah. many, many yeah. ghostly talk conferences. We talked, about, on last we show, talked yeah. about it on the first show. He passed away in 2013. But before, so I had this dream suddenly where I was in my mom's kitchen and looking out the window. And all of a sudden there was this, basically how we look at death, like with the long robe, black robe, with skeleton face. Burr, yeah, burr. He wasn't holding anything, yeah. but it was like creepy like the flowing just slowly moving up the driveway you could see bone and muscle it wasn't just like skeleton it was muscle hanging off of it and I'm looking at this thing and my mom all of a sudden appears and she's like what is that and I just I just go it's death and then boom woke up just like that and and that was like I when dreams stay with you for a little while not just like oh I I watched a movie that had that same thing in it so that's why I dreamt it that came out of nowhere, and I thought, well, Tom had cancer at that point, so I'm like... Yeah, it was in the back so of your what, head, what part, yeah, What the hell's going on? Like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Um, and then two weeks later, he passed away. So, And I've never had a dream like that before or after. So yeah. I don't know, I mean, premonition or, or what? I, I have no idea, or just anxiety from my own head, and that's how so it portrays in metaphor and yeah. whatever, but... And we got to be fair by saying that, too. I mean, I like what I talked about, this is just for me. What I talked about, I'm not saying this is something like completely anomalous in nature like some force came and grabbed me and said you need to go see your grandmother now (laughs) um it could just have been simply my guilt and my conscience catching up to me saying okay dude and it just happened to happen at that moment right i've struggled with anxiety problems my entire life so you know now it's like (laughs) oh yeah the older you get it only gets worse the older you get because you get more responsibilities and then you get more anxiety over the responsibilities right so I mean, it's something I'm familiar with now, but back then it was something new to me. Well, yeah, it's like, get you it. know, Charles Dickens, his Christmas story, the guy sees the ghost, what's he blaming on? Oh, I must have had some bad food. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it goes back, you know, yeah, that's yeah. always... But there's something, I think, like we've always talked about, even in the old days of ghostly talk, it's something that we've said, even if it's something that could be explained away real easy, that doesn't mean as a person that you shouldn't pay attention to it. Right. 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 And that's what... We're doing right here with these ideas, and we really had no idea what we we're going to talk about. To be honest <laughs> with you, but there, there's something to think about. I mean, is there something? The one, okay, I'm going to try to abbreviate this one, but it's very topical because you're here tonight, nice. uh, Tim. Do you remember the night 
and you remember this because you the, we lived together during this time. This is perfect to talk about here because it is um, it falls right in with what we're talking about right now. And um, the big question is. Was I sober enough to remember it? We actually were both pretty clean cut that night. Wow. We played a gig that night. That's when I was playing with uh, your band. Okay, that's okay. why. We, we had, we had, where are you going? Oh, she's got to refill her drink. Did you drink that hooch already? <laughs> it's, yeah, well, it's only about like a month old. Oh, it's, my God. Yes. Well, no. Okay, so that night, okay, I, I was filling in for your band. Remember, we were, we were jamming mm-hmm. with the dentist. Oh, yeah. The oh, dentist, yeah. The dentist. And, that was uh, uh, zero recourse. Zero recourse. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, dude. <laughs> um, we played a show that night, and you, we lived together. Uh, dropped the gear off, did whatever. And we, <laughs> I remember the first thing we did, we, we we lived right by a National Coney Island, which with you guys, oh, yeah. the local people know what a National Coney Island is here. They're pretty famous here. We're, Michigan's famous for its beautiful Coney Islands. And, <laughs> and there's like one on every street corner. Yeah, and the food's like literally made, It just they just take a like, like a like a block of grease. Oh yeah, and they just kind of carve a hot dog out of it. Or, yeah, or, or a sandwich. <laughs> Actually, I think they got they got the whole pig in the background, and they it's frozen, and they just hacksaw. Well, I'll probably get sued by National for saying this, but years and years ago, like back in like this is like ninety four, I had a, for a short time I worked at a butcher shop. Right, <laughs> I was just doing this for some extra cash because right. it was the first band I played in. We were trying to do a demo, and we you know back then it was like oh god, you have to go to a studio and you have to pay all this money. But now you just buy a software program or whatever. But back then you actually had to go to a real studio and deal with an engineer and pay a lot of money for somebody to record you. So we were trying to put money together. So I got a second job in my spare time just to get some extra cash. As a, so I as pay a butcher, my, yeah, as just I it was just something I walked into. So you like, could earn blood money. I could earn blood money, literally, <laughs> and um. This one day, like, we were working, we we get whole pigs in there. We get whole pigs in there, right? And uh, the butcher, John, the owner of the place, he was cutting, you know, he's doing, like, you know, it was it was tough to watch, but he was doing yeah. all this work, and he would pull all the, they call it suet. Oh, yeah. Suet. Mm-hmm. Uh, internal fat of a pig. Oh, yeah. Um, they would. I've got a lot of that myself. <laughs> yeah, so do I. <laughs> I'm like, well, what are you going to, he, he was putting it in all these, like, you know, containers. I'm like, well, are you gonna, well I'll, I'll go throw that out. He's like, no, don't throw that out. I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, National Coney Island's coming to pick it up. I'm like, for what? When he's like, well, that's what they put in the chili to keep it fresh. I'm like, how does that keep it I fresh? I am never eating <laughs> National Coney Island chili ever again. So right? when you get the blocks of National Coney Island chili frozen in the oh, in the grocery store, gross, it's the most horrible stuff ever. Oh, God. But, you've, actually gotten, you've actually bought that? I, well, just, I do make some bad drunken decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Shit-faced at Kroger one yeah. night. That looks great. Oh, God. I All I got to do way. is just yeah. put it in the microwave without a bowl or anything yeah. around it and just warm it up, and I can just eat out of the microwave. Yeah. I bet you if I would have had suet, it would have been fine. Oh, God. <laughs> I, ever since I heard that, I'm like, I'm never eating at that place mm. ever again. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's a pretty commonly known thing, but so guys, don't sue me. I don't, I don't need to be sued. <laughs> yeah. So, But that night, yeah, we stopped at a national. I remember we stopped at the national close by the condo there, and... Um, where we were just we were just we were came there to get a bite to eat, right. but then the cops showed up. Oh yeah, there was a fight or yeah, something that yeah, happened, and yeah. we're both like, we don't want to be a part of this thing. Let's just get the hell out of here and go home. We're not that hungry anyways. We just kind of shot home. And you and I had a conversation that night, and we were just talking about you know whatever past lives, you know ex girlfriends stuff like that, right? And I talked about one. And Amber, you heard about this, didn't you? Amber's back, by the way. Yeah. Amber, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. What are you doing? What you, I just did the Chris Hansen. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Have a seat. What are you doing? Are you here? I, I'm here. What are you doing? I, I'm just okay. sitting here. So, you you remember this story, don't you? 
I have no idea. Okay, fine. All right, all right. She missed the she missed the suit. Oh yeah, part. you're right. She just got back here a second ago. So we we started talking about this like you know like an ex I met like this is like ancient history, right? Oh yeah. And um, long story short, you and I talked about it. I remember, and I hadn't seen this person in like just I'm talking like pushing a decade, right? And I remember I talked about it that night with you for the first time, like in. I, I just it was one of those things I just shut out. It was painful. Didn't want to deal with it. It was just one of those things. It was you know puppy love kid crap. Oh yeah, right? yeah. And the next day we talked about. It. I remember I kind of sobbed a little bit that night. I remember. I, I don't know if you remember all this, but it was. I remember it vividly because it was such a profound thing that happened to me. But we talked about that, and the next day I ended up having to go to a Lowe's to uh, you know that's a hardware store here. Yeah, and these <laughs> yeah. people now great. I had to go to a very large hardware store chain to to turn in a part the toilet handle broke on the toilet so i had to go and i bought the wrong one so i was going back there to return that one and get a new one so i'm in line and waiting and i just feel some eyes staring at me and i'm like what and i look over and i see a very very familiar person looking at me and i'm like my god it's been 10 years well, it was just kind of like she looked at me, and then the, the girl was like, "Oh, can I help you?" I'm like, "Oh shit, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah." I just gonna turn this thing in, I'm gonna, whatever. And then I'm like, "No, something. What's up, dude?" So yeah. I, yeah, I go to the other counter and I say, "Hey, can, is that girl uh, with the green sweatshirt on and the the blue vest thing? Is her name Heather?" They're like, "Oh yeah, she's the store manager." I'm like, "Can I speak to her, please?" I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> she came out and she's like, "I thought that was you." I thought that nice. was you. I knew you looked familiar, and that was the person that I had not talked about in so many years. I mean, I'm talking like just years, and um, we just with that conversation, not twelve hours before that, and there I am standing there talking to this person. Seemingly popped out of nowhere. Yeah, seemingly popped out. Exactly, that's the greatest way to put it. So we chatted. We just chatted for like a while. Went on the loading dock and just BS for a few minutes, and. Um, you know, married, she's doing great. Dang, truly happy for her. Really, right. like, yeah, it's great to see you. It's cool. And I did relay that to her. I said, you know, <laughs> just not 12 hours ago, me and my roommate were talking about you. I haven't talked about you in years. I haven't thought about you in years. And here you are standing in front of me. She's, you know, we both were like, Woo! <laughs> right? But you always, you always have to wonder, worry about your own imagination because – could be when you went in there to buy it in the first place, you saw her out of the corner of your eye and that stuck in your head. You can't be you sure. You never know. You never yeah. know. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's a million different outcomes for exactly. this. Exactly. I'm, I'm always, I'm so afraid of my own imagination because I always go to, you know, I've always watched every horror story and everything that's out there. Yeah. Years ago, um, 19, somewhere in there, me and a buddy go ski on a ski trip. Yeah. And... We're in the lodge at the top of this mountain. Mm-hmm. We're done for the day. We were, had a couple of drinks and going back because we wanted to get up and get, go skiing early. Yeah. So we walked down the hallway, and you know, it was a severe winter storm kicking up outside. And on the opposite side of the hall from our room, this wind was blowing so hard, and I had this huge mental image of if I opened one of those doors, I would fall off into death it was just so bizarre really? and phantasmagorical mm-hmm. that i knew that death was on the other side of that door mm-hmm. and it was the wind and the storm and everything it was just and my imagination kicked way into overdrive yeah he opens up the room and basically i'm like the 
the six-year-old kid, I hop into bed and pull the covers up over my eyes oh my you know, if they can't see me. And the guy I was with, mm-hmm. it actually scared him. My reaction was so strong. <laughs> and this is a guy that yeah. the, the following year went off to boot camp, was an Army Ranger and one of the most badass people I've ever met in my life. Yeah, yeah. And years later, he admitted how scared he got just from my reaction. And I knew it was all my imagination. Yeah. You know, and, and it was so... I always try and guard myself just thinking back on that. Uh, what the hell is my brain doing to me? You know? Well, and the thing is, too, I mean, over the years, I've I've been able to talk to people who, uh, you know, who work in the, work in the psychology, you know, they're psychologists, they work in with psychology, whatever you want to call it. And um, they're like, the things that happen when you're young, and it's not, you know, you're a, you're a father, you know what I'm talking about, you've oh, raised yeah. two kids. Um uh, Children, uh, when in those young years, it's so crucial. I think, well, obviously, in this state and age of the country we're in now, parenthood is not taken taken nearly as seriously as I think it should be. Especially for a child, you know, from birth to like the age ten, those formative years I think are so pinnacle to how a child, what, what a child's outlook on life is going to be into their adult years, right? Um, so things happen to you, I think, when you're younger, and I know things happen to me. I'm like that's what you're talking about. It's a really good example of that it's something that's going to stick with you. It's something that you can't shake for the rest of your life, um, and that'll affect you. Even in your your age now, and my age, and I've had the same type of weird things happen to me when I was younger. That they're stuck in my head. They're, oh, yeah. they're a constant vision in my head that I can't get out. Right? Yeah. They, they just won't leave it, there. Well, it's a part of you. They're, yeah, it's but, a part of you. Yeah. But that that. Like that incident makes me guard myself against my own imagination. You know, whenever I think something as weird is going on, mm-hmm. I always look for rational, scientific type explanations. Yeah. You know, all right, what the hell caused this? Because I know just vividly the pictures that run through my head are just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And I think that we all know, first and foremost, that your imagination is the absolute juggernaut of, of fright. There's nothing that can scare you more than your imagination. I think um, that's what that's what really drives people mad more than anything else is just they're letting the, letting a person sit and grind over something. Yeah. I think people and it's something that it's something that scares me to death. Like I've thought about this. Like you know, if you lose a loved one, like a kidnapping or murder or something like that, and you think about all the people that have had to go through something like that, and I think about what I would you know first off the guilt. Right. Number one, right? Second off, what I would do in a situation em- like that. Empathy. Right? Empathy, right? There's there's a million ways to look at this thing. Oh, Bonnie's here. She just like, kind of fell through the door. <laughs> Bust through because I got to wait closing the door. Oh, you got to wait. <laughs> this is a pretty... Uh, this is high tech in here, man. We're really, we're really doing it. But no, that, that you think about that, and you think about that idea, like, okay, so something like that may happen to a person in their family member, right? And like, you spend the rest of your life having to live with that. You know, you think about that. I mean, there's a million of these like forensic files and all these shows that are on oh, there, yeah. which are. Don't get me wrong. I, their true crime is really interesting to me. But you, if you really kind of, uh, oh, hi, Bonnie, talk. I don't want to. I think your mic isn't on. Turn it on. What if I don't want to talk? Okay, then don't talk. We're, right. Me and Tim are having a great conversation here. You can just sit there and stare at us. I don't care. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, those shows are fun. But if you put yourself in, the, if you truly put yourself in their place and think about that family's destroyed. Right, right. That family is destroyed. There's nothing you can do to repair that. Well, and I watch those shows 
not on empathy for the victims, but to reveal the true depths of horror that humanity can do to themselves. Oh, God, yeah. You know? But what that does to the person, though, after that, and, and they always say, and it's true, I think, you know, well, look, this person's gone and this is bad enough, but what they've left in their wake also by these actions they've committed um, is nothing. And that's where I think the insanity really happens then. Because oh, yeah. you got a person or people who are now sitting there stewing on this Devastated. for the rest of their lives going, what could I have, I have done? What could I, you know, what... The, like I said, the guilt's gonna they're gonna be guilt ridden, which is bad enough. But then they're thinking like, Oh my god, I just wanna just and that's where you get even more problems. It's it's a, it's unfortunately it's a snowball effect. Right. And and it goes the same for suicides. You know, everybody around them is hurt more than yeah. any of us will ever know, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and know. Like you said, it's a lot of that's imagination driven. Mm-hmm. Because you stew on it and go over it and over your imagination, and over it and, is, yeah. You're, you're writing all these timelines. You're writing all these stories in your head of what could have been or what I could have done, and and you. But at the same time, you know full well that there's nothing you could have done. There, it's been done. It's all over with. You know. So Bonnie, so how's your forehead doing? <laughs> I hear nothing. You don't hear anything? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Here, hang on. That's what she was waiting for. She didn't want to speak until she could hear. No, it's okay. Oh, hey, there you go. Hey. Can you hear now? Yeah, I can hear you. Sorry about that. I mean, I could hear you guys talking. Yeah, but yeah. Can you hear okay now? Yeah. Is it not too loud? No. Are you comfortable? I'm fine. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, but that that idea, um, and we're going to move off this. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I just walked into, but. You know, it started with with gutter guards, actually. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. We started talking about gutter guards because he thought that would be really interesting to wow, talk about. This is deep. I know this is gonna, and it got to. It, it started out as a home improvement show. Yeah, it started out as home improvement. Uh, it kind of did. I know a little bit. <laughs> if you think about it, uh, but you know that that idea. That's what really kind of when you talk about the imagination and how it really. I think that's what causes the cancer. Honestly, is the imagination. It's the worst thing. Um, however, the imagination's a fun thing to play with too. We all know. We, I mean, we all like entertainment and. I I, com- I complain more and more about modern films I see now, especially horror films yeah. and supernatural type films, because they just they don't they, they don't, don't give you anything it. to think about anymore. Right. They just give you put it all in front of your face. It's so visceral. It's here. graphic right graphic. off the bat. Yeah. yeah, and there's like there's nothing for you to imagine anymore, right? So you know there is something to the imagination too, where I think it's a, you know obviously it's a great creative instrument, and that's what makes wonderful things happen. I think too is imagination. Right, but the best movies let you imagine more than yeah they let you imagine yeah, so. like what where. I don't want to know where they came from. I don't care where they came from. I just know that they exist, and that's all that really matters to me. Right. right? I don't need a backstory. I don't need a forward story. I don't need a back backstory, which is what you see nonstop in freaking films nowadays, which is just ridiculous. And a non-sexist movie. Oh, yeah. We can't have that. <laughs> we didn't talk about the new Ghostbusters movie here, did we? No. Let's not talk about that movie. I don't want to give me any more. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I, you know, I haven't mentioned that on this show yet. I actually do another podcast, too. Uh, called Real Crime, which is at, at themoviesleuth.com, which is another podcast we do. Uh, a bunch of great people over there, and that's we kind of mentioned movies. That's what made me think about it. Uh, yeah, I work for a movie review site, too, just for, for some... Well, what's what's the address? Themoviesleuth.com. Oh, nice. It's called The Movie Sleuth. Chris George. You know Chris George. Yes. Yeah, Chris George. Good guy. So that's uh, another thing you guys can check out, too. We talk. That's why I said I don't want to talk about that, because I don't want too much crisscross here, uh, because we beat the crap out of that movie yes, but it's, <laughs> on the podcast. Just a little cross-promotion is a good thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. There's the cross-promotion. Let's move on now. Yeah. So, Amber... Um, 
Did they pay you for that? They pay me a lot no. for that. <laughs> Dude, the amount of money I'm making, you have no idea. Yeah, I, I the things that have happened to me over the years, people, you have no idea. <laughs> Amber, you got your hand up. No, I was swatting at a fruit fly. There's a fruit fly down here. Yep. We have to kill it. Or get it on the mic. Let's talk, let's interview it. <laughs> hey guys, really like the show. Hi, fruit fly. How you feeling? Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. What what's your day been like today? I don't know. Just flying around. <laughs> so, fruit fly, where you come wow. from? Fruit fly, where where do you come from? Georgia. Well, how'd you get that, all? How'd you get all the way up here from your, Georgia? Your arms flew. Your arms must be tired. Yeah. <laughs> That's a new one, huh, Bonnie? <laughs> wow. That's all I got. This is why we never mixed alcohol with ghostly talk in the past, and that's why it's making it a more interesting show now, I think, too. I think it's it's Amber, are you swatting? I'm not drunk. There's just a fruit fly zipping around my head. I think I was talking about myself, actually. Okay. (laughs) Bonnie, you're here. Yeah, and we were, before you got here, we were talking about premonitions. So have you ever had anything happen? We got excited there. Uh, look at, you look at her, oh look my god! Her Christmas I don't like tree. people screaming. At I know, you. right? Everyone's just screaming. Who screamed at you? You. That wasn't a scream. That was an excited roar. You're you know, loud. You really should have saw that coming. Mm, well, You're anyway, right yeah. Have you ever anyway. had a that would have premonition, been premonition about anything? <laughs> oh God, Bonnie's already laughing. <laughs> the show's over with. Well, like, we got 40 minutes out of it. We'll call it a night now. Bonnie, you okay? I'm fine. Right. I'm fine. No, we were talking about like just weird premonitions and stuff like that. Yeah, I'd like to hear, do you have one that pops out uh, immediately to you? No. Okay, uh-huh. let's move on then. <laughs> we were at, last time we were in New Orleans. So glad you brought it up. Yeah, thanks. thanks. Last time we were in New Orleans, we were in this square that had all these artists and you know artsy-fartsy, the paintings and stuff like that, and yeah. a bunch of uh, psychics and palm readers and stuff like that, and this one goes up to the other and starts bitching at her. Yelling and screaming, you know, you take up the best spots, you stay here all day, blah, blah, you know, just yelling and like they're going to throw down in a fight. Yeah. And I turned to Tina and looked at her and said, why didn't that first one see this one coming? <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd think. You'd think it would it would have already diffused it. That's for a whole other show. Yeah. You guys want to talk about this video? Yes. Yeah. You guys want to talk about that? Um now, one thing I I don't want this to you know I and we're gonna I, in did the we, future. Did we ahead. ever talk about this when it happened? Well, on... we did, and that's the, the thing I want to make a, a a point I want to make it clear here is I you know ghostly talk going forward now. I don't want this to be a nostalgia type show, right? We're we're having fun with this tonight. We have you know we haven't seen Tim in a long time, so it's a nice little family reunion. But I really don't want this to be a nostalgia show. But there were some things, and this is and this is one of those things I thought that we didn't really give enough time with ghostly talk back when this happened in 2008 let me give a just a slight lead in okay go ahead back moved to michigan never seen the northern lights Mm -hmm. and i'm working up in lexington and i get moved to a start time at three in the morning so i'm driving up to lexington pitch black i see this green goop floating in the in the sky never seen it before wondering didn't even know what northern lights were Wondering what the hell it was. On the riff, on the radio, mm-hmm. I started hearing this instrumental song. First time I'd ever heard it. Never heard it before. Didn't know what it was. Yeah. DJ is like, and this is Joe Satriani surfing with the aliens. Oh. And I'm like, what the? F-? You know? <laughs> it was beautiful. It was just a beautiful little moment. Yeah. 
Well, it all just lined up for yeah, you. I think everyone that sees the Northern Lights for the first time is startled because the first time we saw them, we just saw the, I don't know what they call them, what the scientific term is, but they have like an aftershock, like these these wispy white things that sort of move. And that's what we were seeing. So we looked up and we're like, uh, we're in the woods. Because when I was little, we used to hang out in these woods. It'd be pitch black, but we knew them by heart. Yeah. And we just see this weird stuff going on in the sky. And it's just two of us. And we're like, um... Um, um, like we're waiting for yeah. the ships to land. But I thought, oh my gosh, which way is north? We ran to the front of my house, and there was the green lights moving, and we're like, oh no way! Okay, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, when you finally realize it, you yeah. think, God, I'm all right. I'm stupid. safe. Yeah. I'm safe. It's no invasion tonight. Well, we've never we've never been spared for for UFO talk on this show. We had something happen, and this was back in 2008. And the, the reason I did want, like I said, I want to talk about this is because. This was something I don't think we really gave enough time to back. Well, and the only reason it's coming back up was because this past week, yeah, I yeah. happened to be on the uh, MUFON website, Mutual UFO Network. Yeah. And everybody puts in their reports and stuff if they're good people and report. Like, there's a lot of, like, if we went through the list and read the sightings around yeah. here, half of them we'd be laughing our asses off because some of them are just like, no, you were high. <laughs> like, that is not a real UFO sighting. But That explains a lot. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to look up because what we saw, which is what we're going to talk about, yeah. I wanted to see if anyone else had ever put another report in. And sure enough, someone responded to ours saying, hey, like about maybe two weeks later, about they saw something similar, like exactly in the same area. So that I was like, same, that same <gasps> so, night, or? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, yeah. not the same Just night, but it was like later. two weeks later, uh, or a few weeks, whatever. And so I sent it to Scott. And I'm like, hey, check this out, yeah. you know. So this kind of made this topic come back up again. Yeah, I, and I'm like, man, we really should talk about that. I think it'd be really something neat to talk about. So, and what we're gonna do? We're gonna play this video, and you're not gonna see the video, obviously, on the show here. I think it, it would be a good idea for us as part of the archive for the show. We'll include the video for download for people to download Absolutely. and check out. Um, so, so what we'll do for right now, you use your imagination. You use your ima- imagination. <laughs> We're wondering. <laughs> Amber just did it. <laughs> yeah, do the big circle with your hand. Yeah, imagination. imagination. There's, There's a rainbow in between. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> imagination. So let's watch this video. You know, it's a cool. You know, and I know this was with Tom too. Our buddy Tom, we talked about. He was nice. he was actually taping this, and it was a, uh, it was Amber and myself and Tom. Um, just to lead off with it very fast I was watching Police Academy I think that's what it was we had dinner that night we had dinner that it night it was evening it was evening we, we went um, out we went out for dinner it was evening we were at Tom's place I was I was like just you know one of November those food comas November 28 you know, it yeah, was cold it's Michigan food coma on the couch watching Police Academy and I hear Amber go get out here right now there's something in the sky well if I preface this so number one I am terrified of aliens, UFOs, anything like that. I've had a series of bizarre dreams throughout my life that have stuck with me, and they're creepy. And every time I talk to a UFO expert or someone else, they're like, oh, you should get regress- you know, regression. or you should." And I'm like, no, no, no. I don't, don't want to know. know. I don't want to know. No. Because yeah, then, okay, going, going back to, <laughs> going back to Scott saying that imagination is everything, what if I do a regression and it's just my imagination building up these aliens attacking me and putting implants into me, and oh, my God, and then I think that's a real memory, and okay, whatever. So... <laughs> Anyway, when I was looking up, Tom and I stepped outside. Um, we're having a smoke. Uh, he's having a scar. And we're just relaxing. And I look up, and it's a super clear night. And whenever you look up and you see a light moving, your first rational thought is that it's an airplane. Right. So I see this yeah. little light yeah. moving, and I'm like, yeah, airplane, whatever. And then it does a dive bomb. And then it goes back up. 
and then it starts like doing these maneuvers, and I'm like, huh. And if you and, guys hear a, a, grind, a rumbling sound in the background, I've got to turn the furnace off oh, for the show. Oops. Wow, that is noticeable. Yeah, it is. Yeah, anyway. So anyway, I ended up uh, pointing it out to Tom. Tom looks up. First thing he says is, that's not an airplane. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we watch it for another two mi- like minute or two, and then I'm like, this isn't going away. And that's when I'm like, Scott, stop watching Police Academy. Get your butt out here and come <laughs> look you, at this. How do you tear yourself away right? from that beautiful thing? Well, yeah. <laughs> so he comes out there. And we start watching this thing, do these maneuvers. We can't explain. I'm like, this is it. This is War of the Worlds. This is, oh, my God, here's my UFO sighting. Oh, it's going to abduct me. Okay, where were you again? We were in Grand Haven, Michigan. We were in, actually, we were in Spring Lake, weren't well, we? Or, well, Ferriesburg. Ferriesburg, yeah, which they're all three little towns. Yeah. Kind of and together. so we were facing, which would have been west, towards Lake Michigan, which Lake okay. Michigan has been known to be a UFO hotspot. We've had our little flaps throughout the decades and we were facing uh, PowerPoint, which is right on the, or PowerPoint. Oh gosh, a power plant. <laughs> anyway, a power plant that power. you can see in the distance. That's right on. The, p- p- okay, stop that. I'm sorry. I need a little little one of those things. Okay, I'll, I'll go buy you one. Thank you. Right now. So <laughs> Be right we back. we were facing the Grand River. So yes. I, we knew exactly what direction because of that power plant. And <laughs> Very yeah, good. so Very good. but what had happened is it blipped out of existence and we had enough time for Tom to run in and grab his equipment and set up his camera. Yeah, we didn't know if it was going to come back. No, like, and it Dude. came back. Okay. And That's, that was going to be my next question. Yeah, what it, year was this? 2008. And so it was, I was, my, was it done on your Nokia? What? Well, well, yeah, so he's got like a standard, maybe it was a five megapixel uh, uh, Kodak a camera. Real camera. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. Yeah, decent and not like a, a SLR or anything like that, but decent so he set up a tripod quick he said it you know it yeah. didn't have we didn't have night shot or anything like that um so now after this whole thing we have a, i have a new appreciation for any blurry blob ufo photos because it's damn near impossible yeah, to get anything we, and we both were like oh man here's another one. Oh boy there's a little blob in the sky somebody calls it a ufo but yeah that's exactly what i said too so i'm like i know this video like the back of my hand now and i know what i'm looking for of course we're all front loaded um but I know anybody, and it's still interesting regardless, but I know anybody else can be like, well, it's just you guys staring at the sky going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, over and over again. I haven't seen this video in years, so I, yeah. but I seem to remember you can, you can tell that we're, we're genuinely startled. Oh, hell yeah. Let's, let's just go out. for it. Let's just go for it. We're going to play this right. video. It's only a couple minutes long, so let's just, let's just rip it. Now, rip. for all you people listening out there, yeah. stop the podcast, click on the video that's going to be linked in. And watch it with us. Yeah. And then come back to the podcast. Brilliant. Or, or yeah, you you can get our commentary also. We're going to play this sucker. Here, let's let's just do it. Here we go. There it is, man. There it is. What time is it, Amber? I don't know. Here, I got my my clock. Right now, it's 11.41 p.m. It started at 11.25. It's uh, November 28th. It's really bright, dude. It's, It's like brighter than it was before. I can't get it on. Holy crap, there's no, two lights. November 28, 2008. I'm trying to get it. Dude, holy shit, man. Oops. You might get a good shot. There's a there's a part coming up here. I'll show you guys, though. Okay, now, is anything of this yeah, okay, background lights that you already know exists? It's low. Yeah. It's coming back up now. Yep, yep, yep. I'll show you here where, where you'll see it. Right, so like the lights off to the right. Those are just lights. Yeah, so right. 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 Over here. Oh yeah, here's a call. Right over here, dude. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna get right over Amber's shoulder. It's like here. watching Saving Private Ryan. Right. Okay. Yep. Holy crap, man. 
Okay, hang on. Ah, ah. Okay, it's 11.42 p.m. right now. That's a car That's in the a background. Car. Yeah. A car. Oh, I just saw another shooting star. Thank you, Amber. <laughs> yeah, great. Make a wish. <laughs> yeah, they drive really bad, noisy cars. <laughs> yeah, it's just a car in the background. There it is again, dude. There it is right there, Tom. All right, all right. You see that? So you yep, that little dark. Wait, watch, watch yeah, this. Now it turns green. Oh they just died. They just dove. Yeah, I see. They just it. totally dove, man. There it is again. I got, it, I got a little bit of it in that time. Dude. Is it gonna catch though? Well, you know what? It's all right. We got at least we got a recording of something. You know what I mean? Right. There it is over there. Yeah, it's right over there again. It's like uh, let's see here. Oh that, yeah, it's there it is. It's yeah, it's again. like quite a ways up too. It's 11:43 p.m. right now. So well, as far as recording is concerned, we're three minutes in the recording. There, there, there it is. is. Yep. There it is. Oh my god, dude! It just don't. Oh my that. god! It's like a roller coaster, man. It's like going up and down. If that is someone with a stupid thing, well, okay, honestly, can a little plane do that? Look at the the distance no it's, it's covering. Someone else is seeing this. We're not the only ones. Look, look at that. Okay, I see. Yeah. I see red and green. Okay, okay, it's going over. Okay, I see red and green for certain. For certain. Red and blue or red and white, but there's red. Yeah, I, I got a clear shot. I can see it. Okay, I'm going to cut the video. I'm going to go to a high ISO. Yeah, so, like I said, we're going to have that up for download, for people to download uh, and watch themselves, tell us what they think. Um It'll it's, be yeah. If you download it, you'll be able to stop it. Oh yeah, of course. It, you know, yeah, try and pick um, up. It's tough to see here. It is. And there are a lot of other little like yeah. white and red lights in there because it's from the neighborhood below and stuff off in the distance. So I don't know. It's kind of well, hard to. And, well, no, and that's fine. What, that's okay. What, right? I I mean, you know, it'd be would have been nice. Would have been a camera shot during the day so you could see what towers and stuff are in the way in that same yeah, direction. I know. We actually drove out after that happened. We drove well, out to approximately where we thought. We were seeing it, like yeah, what body of water, you know, on the river. You know, we didn't. Of course, we saw nothing, nothing out there Spurs at that our time. Asses off. Yeah, uh, we did. We and at this death. point, there weren't drones in the air like there are now. Right. No, this so is, this wasn't uh, someone playing with their toy drone at night, and, and you know all that. That did not exist in 2008 yet. Yeah. So. Uh, but anyway, if you want to, if you want to read then the the report of the other person, what they saw. Yeah. Well, we have that here too. Let's talk about that real quick here. I have that right here, and I'll, I'll just read the thing. You guys got it in front of you, too. This was just uh, – I didn't get a date. So we this were this November, was just posted this week, no, right? No, no, no. It was, it's, it was before, but we were November 28th. This one's posted December 5th, 2008. This was December 5th, 2008? Yep. Why, why didn't we see it until now? 
because we didn't look. We didn't look. Okay. So this was not that. Okay. So this was not far off of our day. Uh, you know, week, November twenty eighth. Week, week later, basically. In response to the other Grand Haven report, which is the report that Amber put in, um, I also witnessed the same thing. I believe I witnessed some very strange lights, orange, reddish colored. And we, uh, when I was talking about the red colors, I added this thing by the way, like to give it some actual grammar because it was kind of a mess. <laughs> um, strange lights, orange, reddish color lights, and uh, an object with white, blue, and green continuous lights, not flashing in the south southwest sky over Lake Michigan. The orange colored lights moved real fast in VW movements. Now I know what he meant because we were seeing the same thing, and we we kind of alluded to that. Um, it looked like the thing. What I was t- what I was telling people initially was it looked like the thing was on a half pipe, like a skateboarder on a half pipe going back and forth. It was making maneuvers like that, like you just t- take your hand and kind of just do a dip with your hand. That was kind of what we were seeing it happen. It was also doing dive bombs, kind of, and we just kind of like level itself out, plateau so out. It was dip, dive, dodge, duck, dip. Yeah, it was doing the macarena. <laughs> it was doing the macarena from dodgeball. God, all right. I've seen that movie in a while. That's a great flick. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, VW movements and also like the other Grand Haven report, the objects did dives, like the other man said, like bomber dives, very fast and abrupt dives and almost pattern-like movements, exactly what we were talking about, too. The lights also would vanish and then reappear a few moments later. It became pretty clear it was like nothing I had ever seen in the sky above the lake in Grand Haven. Kind of strange that there have been these reports in the same area in Ottawa County near Lake Michigan, and they all have sound they all sound very similar in nature this just reassures me that i am not the only one to witness these lights in the sky the dive bomb statement is very accurate as well as the strange pattern like movements nice to see i'm not the only one to witness so exactly it was the same damn thing we saw literally and you know what we got a video and the video isn't that great i'm flat out we'll, we'll totally admit that we're not trying to convince anybody of anything here well i can tell you that myself and amber and tom who's not with us anymore were and tom i know tom could stand right next to us and say the same thing that we're saying that we saw something the camera just couldn't pick it up. The technology right. wasn't there at the time. Right. Um, now maybe, but maybe not. What we saw with our perfectly good eyes, so well, we have our glasses, <laughs> but they're good enough, um, was we saw a damn thing in the sky making these movements that we're talking about right here. And it was changing colors. To me, I was like Christmas tree, white, uh, white, green, red. I was seeing a lot of that, right? I mean, it was all over the place. I mean, and the three of us, I'm sure, are gonna, could give you a different story too, just what we saw with our own eyes. Right, right. But we saw something, man. Uh, yeah, and it, it is kind of hard to pick up off of that video. It is. It's you know, it's hard. I know. Because he's trying to zoom in and out and and capture stuff that the camera wasn't capable yeah. of capturing, I, no matter what you did. I think the only good thing about that video is just our voices and and like <laughs> what we're. Oh, and, you know, yeah, and, and it's fine. Because I mean, the reason I do want to post it up. Again, we did have it on the old site for. I think it was just kind of like one of our quick posts at flybys. We used to post so much crap on that site. Um, I want it featured now. This will be more of a feature thing with the way the site's set up. Um, download it, watch it. I mean, you might see something that we don't see. Give us feedback, absolutely. That's totally cool. I mean, or you might say this is completely ridiculous. You guys didn't see anything. That's okay too. We don't know what we saw. Yeah, we're not we're not Project Blue Book here. Or if no. there's someone else that. Is from Michigan, from West Michigan, and they were like, huh, saw that too. Yeah. But I, I didn't, no, they didn't report it to move on. Like well, that's not how Michigan people sound, but <laughs> that was my interpretation at that moment. You know, your your interpretations this evening I know. Are I do a lot of voices, so. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, I, I would like to know, yeah, and that would be interesting to hear. Like, this was in November of 2008. 
November 28, 2008 was the night we saw this thing. We have one person on the MUFON site who said they saw something. They reported it on December 5th of 2008. Oh, and there were some more people that wrote my website, Michigan's Other Side, and they saw something similar, too. I forgot about that. Oh, really? Yep. Well, can we grab that and post it on there? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Yep, forgot about that. So weird. I mean, it was it's something that... And and has it happened since then? Because that's that's a lot of years, you know. Yeah, that's, we're that's talking almost a decade eight, now. We're pushing a eight decade. years since that happened. So, it, if it's you know a regular spot, someone else should have seen it since then. Well, the one thing I do know that we can I can say for myself about this is I never saw anything like that before or after. I've never seen anything like that, and that's what really kind of had me. I mean, even I was one of those weird guys that came into work on Monday and was like. So how was your weekend, Scott? I saw a UFO this weekend. <laughs> I saw I saw a UFO in the sky, and I didn't even care what people thought. I, I was I. That's how that's how convinced I was of what I saw. Well, Scott I do to HR Scott <laughs> to HR. <laughs> when I do my talks, occasionally I throw in a little UFO segment, and I'll put because I can't. I screen captured the little blurry blue blob that we got from that footage. And I'll be like, okay, guys, this is how... First off, when I start a lot of my presentations, I go, okay, how many of you guys believe in, in ghosts? And you'll have maybe three-fourths of the room raise their hands. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then I get to that little UFO story, and I'm like, how many of you guys believe in UFOs? And they're like, nah. Like, really? In our grand, giant, mega, many universes, you know life's out there, but these ghosts might be here? Like, okay, whatever. Well, the- and then I go yeah. in and talk about, this is my blurry blue blob UFO photo, and I give them the story. And sometimes I will get people then that will come up like, we had, oh, so we're super creepy. Tom and I were doing a talk, and we had brought the, our experience up. And this guy comes up to us. We're at this little small library, and he's the janitor for the library. Like, and so he I comes, hear colors. <sighs> so he comes up to us afterwards, and he, Tom at the time, after we saw this, he's like, I'm joining MUFON. So he's like, the paranormal people were irritating him. <laughs> so he thought the MUFON UFO world has to be better. No, no. They were just as creepy and weird. So he, he didn't stay long. But anyway, so he would always tell everybody, you know, I'm a UFO investigator as well. So the janitor guy comes up and he's like, I got a story for you. And so Tom talks to him afterwards. But I got a story this, for you. So this is the creepy part. Mm. So the guy said he was hunting somewhere within like an hour of this library they were camped out for the night, and they were on a lake. And they heard something and this rumble, and they went and they, they went towards the sound, went towards the lake, and this object, this craft, rose out of the water cool. and zipped off, which that's a USO, an identified submersible object or whatever. So, right. okay. okay. Yeah, we've heard about those. There's that's been a whole different thing. So, but that, that's, yeah. that circulates, that idea of USO circulates a lot around the Great Lakes, that they're living in the water, they're underground, you know super creepy but that guy was talking to him and looking at him in the eye you're like this dude isn't crazy like he really saw this they saw this he wasn't the batshit crazy weird creepy janitor like (laughs) they saw it so I don't know thanks Napoleon (laughs) (laughs) no that and that's why I feel so strongly about this and and, you know that and not only we were talking about the video thing uh, a minute ago, like, yeah, all these creepy, grainy videos and pictures we see, we've seen since we were kids, and we're like, ah, it's some crazy person, you know, it's a whatever balloon, ah, yeah. whatever. Um, you really, when you are on the other side of the camera, finally, it changes your perspective. I really do care a lot more about that stuff, and when somebody does, especially with UFO stuff, 
uh, if somebody's like, let me show you my pictures, I'm like, I really want to see them now because I've been on the other side of that. I've also, and I know you've been on the other side of it now too, Amber, is just the mental thing. Like I said, I, I, I alluded to it a second ago. I came into work on Monday and I was that guy for a week going, I saw a UFO. Yep, saw a UFO <laughs> in the sky. Yep, that was me. Ah, ah, that was me. And it's like I've met people like that in my former life, and I'm like, yeah, you saw a UFO. Huh? Sure. <laughs> you just kind of walk away. You know, and it's wrong. You shouldn't, especially now, especially in this day and age, um, it's the last thing you should do to people. Uh, and I know I've learned from that. And that not only so not only was it something, a really cool experience, I did learn a lot from that, and I have a new appreciation for it, too. And I, and that's, you know, you brought up something else, Amber, I thought was really interesting, too. And I know this is what, with the path that Ghostly Talk was on uh, towards the end, back in the, the tens or whatever you call it. The tens. Um, I know we, we veered away from the ghost thing almost entirely as, at a certain point. We, and we really did start getting more into UFO-type stuff. Because we, Doug and I had the same philosophy on that we're like so we got billions and billions of stars you know in this universe that we know of and you mean to tell me that we're the only things that would be considered life and i say the word life in serious quotes right i don't i don't a lot of scientists um or a lot of people in academia would be would say that well life has to do you know has to reproduce it has to do it has to have these basic functions for it to be considered alive which i don't believe i think life can be considered something else i don't really know but it doesn't have to be a carbon based life form to be alive i don't think because that's all we know that's all we know that's right. what, that's all we know something else could breathe another gas to live on i mean that we that would be considered toxic to us so what is your idea of life then okay and again academia is going to say well, it has to breathe carbon, it has to reproduce, it has to do this stuff, right? Uh, well, that, I think it's bullshit. I think there's somewhere else. I, and I don't think. I know there's somewhere else in this vast cosmos we live in, which we're just a very small part of, very small part of. And I'm talking about the planet Earth. I'm talking about the solar system. Right. It's, it's, it's just a little <clears throat> flake on a fingernail of something much bigger than we'll ever even imagine to be. There's something else out there. So why do people frown upon you hear, and I mean, I don't think it's like the Star Wars, Star Trek thing. <laughs> you know, like those are, that's like serious gang warfare right there. Those guys beat the crap out of each other in some places. But I think the ghost community and the UFO community both have uh, camaraderie, so to say, but you don't see, you do hear that, like, well, that UFO stuff, those are just from those crazy people that sit out in fields with shotguns in their hands. It's like, no, dude, no, no. I've seen one. They're not crazy. There's something going on well, here. And then who's to say that we weren't witnessing some kind of secret government plane doing practice maneuvers in the middle of the night? Well, you know, I mean, we don't know exactly what we, we saw. Don't, we we, we assumed that was another life form steering its little ship. And I saw an unidentified. I saw fun. a UFO, an unidentified flying yeah. object. I yeah. didn't say I saw aliens. I didn't say I saw. I was unidentified. It was, it was I unidentified. Think there were aliens in there. I saw something that, and you saw something, Amber, that we could not explain. We've seen planes fly through the sky. I've seen helicopters fly through the sky, and they don't make maneuvers well, like okay, that. Okay, so here was the creepy thing about. Here's the second part to that dream. So. I mean, to that story is my dream. So I was saying earlier that I've had weird dreams. So like good little paranormal people, we wanted to report our UFO experience to the Michigan MUFON site. So the guy who runs that, Bill Konkoleski, is like, well, will you talk to one of our UFO investigators? Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. So Scott talks. I think it was Patty. Patty something. And uh, Patty Donahue. Okay, pa- Patty she's still Donahue. Part of, she's, I think I got her on my Facebook. Yeah, I think she's, she's, still on, part she's of, on mine too. She's still part of uh, so, MUFON. Scott talks to her, then he passes the phone off to me, and she starts talking to me, and she's like, well, okay, have you ever had any dreams about UFOs? And I'm like, huh, 
Yeah, a lot of them. And then I started telling her, and I went, oh, 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 because all of a sudden, like, I just connected some weird dots. So the most recent dream I had had previous to seeing this experience on November 28th was I was at my house, and I had gone into my mom's room, and all my dreams have a certain element of idiocy to them, like... I can go, okay, that was kind of funny, even though I was terrified. Like this? Oh, boy, sleep. That's where I'm a Viking. Like that. Yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, like that. So, <laughs> in the dream, I go into my mom's bedroom, and I'm looking out the window, and it's dark outside, and I see this little head pop into the window outside and look at me, and it's a little, one of the grays. So, the, the you know, the big head, the big eyes, a little slit for a mouth, and I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, what the? And so I'm like, and then I see it do it again real quick and, and, and then pop its head back, you know. And so I grab Scott. And I'm like, you got to come here. Come here and look at this. So he comes into the room. This is Dream Scott. This is Dream Scott. So was he is any different? Dream Scott dream hotter? Scott? Yeah, he had um, like a nice Victorian coat is on. He nice? And yeah. Do we like him? He was dressed really cool. Yeah, we like him. Okay. Yeah, he was, yeah, but he was in Victorian costume, which I, I want to really live so in anyway. your dream. No, he really wasn't. But he pops in and he, all of a sudden, the little alien pops back into the window again. And here's where my dream gets stupid. And Scott, I'm like, did you see it? There he was. And Scott takes a big blanket and starts covering up the window, going, oh, I didn't see anything, nothing. Then I'm like, then why are you covering up the window? Well, like he's Officer like, Barbary in South Park. <laughs> nothing to see here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, calming me down. Well, then I, I move past him, and I bring pull back the curtain, and then all of a sudden it's like I'm looking out, not at my yard, I'm looking out at the Grand River, the exact same perspective that we saw our UFO at. There's the PowerPoint. Or oh my god, what, what the hell's wrong with you? Because I I just got done with October and talks and PowerPoint presentations. There is the PowerPoint. <laughs> Thank you, Microsoft Office. Yes. There's Great. Let's pimp. Brought Microsoft. to you by to Microsoft you Office. Your friends at Microsoft. 2007. That's how far back I am. God. So anyway, god. anyway, in the perspective, there's the Grand River, the power plant, right there, and then in this river are hundreds of grays bobbing in the water. And then I wake up. They just were like, just swimming? Just, or Just bobbing. Just floating. Uh, did they know how to swim? I don't know. They, they knew how to bob. <laughs> so anyway, I tell this to the UFO investigator, and Patty goes, oh my God, you just gave me chills. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. I should not be giving the UFO investigator chills. <laughs> so she's just like, well, that's really creepy. you know. And I'm like, oh, that doesn't help. Okay, great. So what the hell does that mean? You know, I mean, that was weird that we saw this thing zipping around in the sky yeah, in the same yeah. perspective that was my dream. A few, maybe it was maybe only like two months previous to that that I'd had that dream. Weird, but you know, in in lieu of everything that we're talking about, too, UFOs since Ghostly Talk stopped, um, UFOs have, have come into like the whole media more with like the whole uh, disclosure movement. Recently, John Podesta, uh, which is Hillary Clinton's uh, head campaign, I forget what he did before that. Yeah, something in the government. And uh, shows you how intelligent I am with this. But he, when he retired from this government position, he tweeted. His last tweet was that he was d- disappointed that he did not do more to release the UFO files with the government. So you know, I don't know. Supposedly Hillary Clinton's going to do more with the UFO community. I doubt that. Yeah, was that part of her campaign? Yeah, <laughs> she said it early on. I think she said something. But I mean, I don't. You can't base your campaign around UFO stuff. Or you're really going to lose. But. That would be it's awesome if someone that, did that. I don't know, man. I would, I would actually vote for that person more than anybody else. <laughs> I, I would. Well, and then WikiLeaks just came out with the whole uh, thing with Podesta uh, and uh, um, Tom DeLonge from Blink-182. Yeah, we talked about, about him a lot. Which yeah. I've, I've, before the WikiLeaks thing, he's been on Coast to Coast. He's been on other talk shows talking about his whole thing. 
um, because he supposedly is part now of the disclosure movement. Have you heard this? No. Okay. I'm, I'm... So the guy from Blink-182 right. has been talking to people from the government for years, and he is part of the – he's going to help to slowly bring disclosure the to to the millennials and to the, to the people. And so there – but he's – there were the emails. They existed talking to these top-notch people. So, like, okay, Tom wasn't bullshitting us. He really has been talking to these people. And if you go on, like, Coast to Coast uh, and listen to his interviews, they're kind of disturbing. Like, wow, okay, the things that he's learned. And of all people, what, the dude from Blink-182? Yeah, so how, what, did, we're not how su- did he get so we're not inside? Su- well, he's know? been interested in UFOs since day one, but then just because he's from a pop-punk band, we kind of go, oh, what? Oh, like, well, we, yeah. <laughs> like, we can't take him seriously, but we can. You know, yeah. I don't know. He's He's got his way. He's supposedly releasing information, but... I don't know. It's interesting. So I think it's a it's a cool time for UFOs. It's ghost stuff is still obviously strong, and there's plenty of ghostly television shows out there still. But well, there you know how you were talking about the ghost community and the UFO community are are so close. You know, and it's to me, it's all about belief. You oh know? yeah. And I think you have the perfect spokesman for both communities. Yeah. Space Ghost. Oh yeah. Right? Sure, I thought I put some little bit of... Oh, thanks. Yeah, because that's what we need. We'll, we'll, we'll put some Blink-182 in the yeah. background. Let's talk about Tom belongs some more. Yeah, I'm sure there's an interview of him. You like that's... that, Bonnie? It's a good... <laughs> Apparently, I have never seen this video. You know, the I... thing about these guys is I've really been... It's kind of loud. Is it loud? Yeah. I think they're using more pixels than they... Than they need? Than they need yeah. to, but you know... Probably. They probably need like one pixel. Oh yeah, they, they're running around naked. Yeah. yeah it, well, the thing about Tom DeLonge, and you know, I mean, we all—I mean, those of you who are music nerds like I am—I mean, Blink One Eight Two, yeah, was literally—they were one like one of the big three, um, like what we call like pop punk bands back in the day. And there was right. a, there was a crap ton of them actually, uh, but it was like Blink One Eight Two, Newfound Glory, and Green Day. That was those were like the three biggest bands in that genre when it happened, and. Um, for that to happen now, because if you ever listen to Blink 182's music, literally, I mean, they even said it like, we made a career out of dick and fart jokes. And that, that, that's every song was about the same thing, Pretty right? Much. So um, to hear Tom DeLong go from, uh, I, I think that that really something really has to happen to you. I mean, like we just got done saying about um, what's up, Amber? Sarah's been here for ten minutes. I guess the door was locked. <laughs> Oops! Oh, oh crap! I, I did relock it. Something oh. has to happen. Oh, hey, make me a drink. You can take a break. No, let's keep going. I want to keep riffing here. Yeah, Yeah. we're good. Um, I think, like we were saying about this video that, you know, that we filmed and the experience that we had with our thing and how it affected me at least, right? For a person to go from making a career literally out of dick and fart jokes, which, you know, Blink-182 is a great band. They're a lot of fun. But they're a pop-punk band. Right. They're a fun band. That's a party band, right? I mean, pop-punk is party music. And... For someone to go, and I mean, I've listened to the interviews with Tom DeLonge, uh, and his demeanor, he was always kind of, you know, towards the end there, I mean, and he just, he has only been out of Blink-182 for a couple of years now. Right. Um, his demeanor is so different now. I mean, I've watched, I mean, I you know, I wasn't a super fan, but I, I watched the band. I have their records. I like that band. And they he was a fun guy. He just, he's a guitar player. He's a singer, you know? And something I think really, really would have to happen to you. Yeah. Now, has he to ever change said, you like that? Has he ever said anything in spe- specifically that 
made him do that turn? Not that I remember. No, I mean that would be curious. One to of the things that about. you know, Amber and I listen, and he's like, "There's a lot of things, you know." I mean, you hear this a lot, and it kind of bums me out when I hear that. Like, there's a lot of things I can't talk about. Yeah, I just can't talk about it. We're gonna we're gonna be doing something to put this information out there, right? You know, and what the hell does that mean, Tom? Yeah. Really, you can't talk about it because you're gonna try and make money off it. Or, well, you know, it, what is what is. If you're well, somebody to... like that, if that's the case, that's bullshit. Right. Because if, you, if you're trying to spread information, then you should be talking about everything yeah. all the time. Well, the thing is, I, you know, and I've I've watched a bunch of these videos where we, we talk about these things and whatnot. And I've watched interviews with people. They're like, well, you know, you say that, you know, you're this nonprofit person. It's like, you know, I've, there's one video actually I have of a guy who's like said he worked at Area 51 and all this stuff. And he's, he's like his voice is masked and all this crap. And they say... Well, you know, you say that you, uh, you know, you're not trying to make money off this thing, but we're giving you twenty thousand dollars for this interview. How do you explain that? And he's like, right. "Well, listen, I had to quit my job. <laughs> I am living in, I'm hiding, I'm literally hiding from the people that want to kill me because I'm telling you this information. How am I supposed to live? I have to get something to live on here, right? So that part I get. Now, somebody like Tom DeLong, I don't know what his angle is. Right. I don't know it all yet. And I'm not going to pretend like I know everything about Tom DeLong either. I'm only going to buy the little bit I've heard of, you know, heard him talk about this stuff and the music, the great music he's been a part of, I think. Uh, and just experiencing those two polar shifts in attitude, that's what's weird. But somebody like Tom DeLong, he's a millionaire. Right. The he guy's a millionaire. need the money. You don't need the money. Right? Which, is, on one hand, frees you up frees up a lot of it time. It seems like for that, you to like, do hey, dude, I can do whatever want. I want. This is something I want to really figure out what the hell this and, thing is. And maybe that's all it is. You know, maybe maybe that is his, the reason why he's doing it is because he can afford to, where the rest of us actually have to work yeah. and, and spend most of our lives doing but, other stuff. You know? What a great thing to do, though. Finally, maybe that, I mean, I know there's, he's not the only person, but to take, look, I don't have to work. I, you know, I made a lot of money. I'm independently wealthy now. I'm going to go and make a change. Because I think this is a problem. I think people are switched off. And I've been saying this shit for years, not on and off this show. I think people are switched off, not only to, to an idea like this, but a lot of ideas. And I think if you don't believe, and I'll, I'm going to go on record, I've already said it, if you don't believe that there's something, and I'm not saying like, you know, little green guys coming out of a spaceship, <laughs> nothing like that, right? If you don't believe that there is not life somewhere else in this universe, this universe, not in this solar system, not in this galaxy. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna open it up to the universe, right? Then you're you're, you're switched off. Per, you're, yeah. Your eyes are closed, man. You're crazy. They're, they're, the science speaks for itself. Come on, really? Personally, I think they're they're gonna find some fossil evidence on Mars because Possibly. it was it was a very wet planet at one time, which is the basis for what we know as life. Yeah, I think they're also gonna find life of some form on Titan. Okay. Jupiter's moon. They, you know, absolutely. Distance, though, is a killer. Well, yeah, we don't have the vehicles. I mean, they're every day, you know. Well, I mean, for anything, unless they know some better math than we do on, you know, yeah. you can bend time. You know, you can bend space. We do know that. Yeah. Um, if, I saw if, Interstellar, I know. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. But, I mean, if you actually place yourself right next to the great pyramid your watch will run slower yeah you know stuff like that and it is proven and the guys that are in the space shuttle they have to adjust their clocks all the time because relativity right so i believe you can bend time and space you should be able to travel through time and space Mm -hmm. knowing how to do that is far beyond our capabilities right now. at this point yeah right at this point i 
the only question I have, and every day, and this is what I was going to say before, I mean, every day, all you got to do is go on your stupid Facebook account, and it's getting worse and worse, especially with this election going on. It's gotten ridiculous, dude. Every single day I get on, I look at my Facebook thing, it's either... Trump's finished now. We finally found the evidence against him. Or the other way. Yeah. Hillary's finished now. We finally found the evidence against her. Right? Or him. Written by the Conservative yeah, Tribune. Too. You yeah. know. Yeah. Right. And it's like, and I look at the link and I'm like, well, this isn't CNN. I mean, we'll right. see. Like, CNN's any better. But nothing. It's all bullshit anyways. Right. But, I mean, yeah, it's some like, you know, R-O-X-X-X-X dot right. C-U or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a reputable news site. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, but the same thing goes for stuff like this because, obviously, you know, Google and the web crawler and the and the almighty hell Satan of the internet has grabbed a hold of my psyche and my personality and now knows exactly what the fuck I like out of my life and what yeah. I want out of my life. So all the crap that I see now, of course, is tailored to my interests. Which, uh, sorry, all of a sudden they're they're eliminating a whole bunch of stuff that you might want to see right. outside, and I don't like well, that what, at all. What I but what my point is, is that I do see a lot of articles on UFOs and. Science, because yeah. I like science, right? And every day we finally found <laughs> this is correct. We found the we found the way to master relativity. We're gonna be going to Mars tomorrow. <laughs> if you guys want to go out there and have a couple of beers, we'll be out there with you guys. And I see this stuff every day, and I'm like, oh my god, oh, well, we 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 solved relativity. We know how to go through a wormhole now. Blah, 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 blah. Elon Musk is gonna be there tomorrow. <laughs> but there's nobody going there, as far as we know. But we don't know. We don't. Right. How the fuck do you? How do you know? Yeah. I mean, really, it comes down to we don't even know what the hell's going on, on the other side of the planet right now. Right. All we see is pictures, war, famine, disease, right? We see pictures. We don't really know what's going on over there. And I'm not going to, well, given the pictures I've seen, I don't want to fly a plane over there to find out, but. Right, exactly. But that's that's my point. How do we know what's going on in space? You know, well, that's, that's what I figure. If we can use the Kepler and actually pick out planets that are across galaxies and yeah. see them and know that they're actual planets, you would think. Anybody that has the technology to travel through space would have something better than that to look at us. All they've got to do is take one view of us and realize they don't want to be here. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, you know the, yeah. Okay, give them two hundred. Yeah, give them two hundred years. They'll kill themselves. Then we'll have all the free planet. Oh, you know? yeah. That's it's one way to. I mean, that. But we. How do you know? Yeah, exactly. How, how the hell do it, you know? It's I mean, all, everything is something. Like I said, we don't. We don't even know as people. The three of us sitting here right now. Amber kind of disappeared. I think she's upstairs with Sarah talking. Yes. she's uh, getting drinks. She's getting drinks. Um, the three of us sitting here right now, we don't even know. No. Well, I don't know what the hell's going on in the city next to me right now. There could be some horror, and you hear about it, like some, I, I often say it to myself, like, you know, um, I'll come home and I'll I'll read the news or whatever the next morning. It's like, oh, there was a triple murder suicide in yeah. this city. I'm like, dude, that city's like about a mile away from me. So, Holy crap, that's pretty heavy. Like, a mile away from me, there was some guy greasing his whole family, and then he greased himself. Yeah. Holy crap. Hell, I don't even know that's going on. I don't even know what my neighbors do unless they use binoculars, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but honestly, yeah. and and to tell fact from fiction is impossible, you know? You don't. Everything that's thrown at us, especially now in this day and age, with with the technology that we have at our fingertips, literally at our fingertips now, we never thought we'd get to this point, but we're here. We can get fed so much information. And I and I see it every day and it still blows my mind. It still blows my mind the amount of information that I can I can ingest in one day now, professionally and personally. Uh it's it's numbing. I never thought we'd be there. But is it true? Exactly. Is it true? I think ninety nine point nine percent of it is bullshit. It really is. 
Oh my God, we have the cure for cancer. I see that every day. We found the cure for cancer. Yeah. You, you, well, they're, 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 push you, it out. Yeah, if you go on like a Yahoo site, every other one is you see a sponsored next to it. It's like, get this off of my, you know, yeah. I don't ever need to see this. I mean, you know, th- this is just what I'm seeing on the surface. This is just right. what I see as a person who is a part of the internet. I'm an internet citizen like you guys are. We're all citizens of the internet, I guess now. We're citizens of a giant server. And this is what this is what it's come down to, though. Too, I think there's a, obviously a million great uses of the internet. I mean, I really enjoy. It. Look, this is the reason we're doing this show. Absolutely. If there was no internet, Ghostly Talk would have never happened. Either in its old incarnation and its new incarnation, it's a beautiful, fantastic bit of wondrous science that we have in front. And of we're us that spewing we out information. Yeah, but we're spewing. We're spewing something. Exactly. Frankly, frankly, the information we're spewing out is probably as useful as that. Like I said, that Facebook thing. But I hope it gets you thinking. Right, and and that's the. But that we've also pointed out the fact that everything we're saying here, we have no proof. No, we and, and that's that, how it's always been. Yes, man. that's how it's always been. Uh, so I guess you know, I, I feel like we should land this thing. This yeah. is a good landing point. What do you think, Bonnie? Sure. Is there anything you want to get off your mind? Land this bitch. I'd just like to wish my mom a happy birthday. Your mom, yeah. How, uh, yeah. How, happy birthday. I haven't seen your mom in a while. I haven't seen your mom since last summer when yeah. I came pick you up in the Corvette. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun weekend. That was that was a really yeah, fun trip. Yeah, we should do that again. I'd like to. I, I might have to figure something out for work. I, I get every once in a while, I get a little Benny's for oh, I've told you about it before. Right. Uh, and yeah, Bonnie and I went down to the end of C. Collins Bridge. Uh, which we talked about, we did talk about in Ghostly Talk back in the day. Um, I just needed to make up a road trip. I had a pep car to play around with, and <laughs> uh, and actually, it was it was one of Drunk Scott's ideas too. I, never, I don't think I told you that part of it. No, it, it was it was a Drunk Scott idea. One, the night before, I was going to pick that. No, that no, was a couple. It was like, whatever. I knew when I was going to get the car, but I was talking with my neighbor, and we were sitting in his garage, just throwing him back and goofing around. And I'm like, I got I got that I got that car coming next week. I got to pick up. And I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get to play with a car for a week or two. And I'm like, and he I, said it just like Doug. I said it just like that. No, but, <laughs> just like Doug. <laughs> but drunk Scott's like, you gotta figure out, you gotta just make up some kind of road trip, make up some kind of road trip so you can just take that car out and cruise around and have fun. And I'm like, NSC Collins Bridge, <laughs> Greenville, Indiana, like literally is the sticks. Yeah. So we drove this brand new Corvette. Literally into like dirt road. Oh, that poor car. That poor car. It was a fun trip though. Uh, but yeah, I, that's the last time I saw your mom. I come pick you up and I talk to your mom, and she's like, "Oh, I got a car. It was fun." So, yeah, happy birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. And we probably won't do another show before then, so we'll just all wish him a happy fiftieth anniversary next Saturday. That's next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Your parents fifty years, huh? Yep. Well, my parents. Congratulations. My parents just did 40, 46 years. Was their it's anniversary. very rare anymore. Oh, it's totally rare, you know. And your parents seem to get along pretty good too. Okay, I'm wrong. My parents don't get along. My parents <laughs> don't kill each other. My parents uh, want to kill each like other. Just like any couple that's been together for fifty for years, fifty years, they yeah. know exactly what buttons to push, and they also know when to leave the room. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and, after you do the damage, you might as well just get out of my, the blast site. My dad takes this sadistic thrill. In pushing every button that he knows <laughs> will drive, like he'll he'll be doing it and looking at me and winking and smiling, and I'm like, what Dad, stop it! She's gonna <laughs> flip out in a minute. Just yeah, and Dad's cut like, it out. yeah, and I've got to go. I'm out. <laughs> He's bad, but well, we kind of went all over the place here yes. tonight, and I'm happy we did that. That's kind of the direction I think. Well, well, I said I'm we... glad I came out here for a half hour. Oh, sh- well, Bonnie, do you want to talk more? <laughs> no, we're good. 
No, seriously, we can. No, we can. We need to, I can. Fight, I can figure we can part something out. two and do a whole new. We started on gutter guards. We can keep going with that if you want. I don't want to talk about gutter guards. Well, I feel bad now that you drove all the way out here. That's for half fine. Hour. We, we're going to hang out after. Talk. Yeah, we're going to hang out after. It's fine. We'll just put the recorder in the patio while we're out there. Oh, God, no, don't do that. Yeah, that we'd all be that done. Would, that's the most politically incorrect shit anyone will ever hear. <laughs> and we have to be correct for who? Well, we don't have to okay. be politically correct ever. I don't think I ever am, but. I hope these shows keep going like this. Yeah. This is kind of what I want to do. I mean, I kind of want, and you know what, guys? Really, I mean, and as I said at the beginning of the show before you were here, Bonnie, I mean, I'm really blown away. We've really gotten a lot of email, a lot of contact from people. They're happy to see us doing this thing again. And um, let us know, like back in the day, like, you know, let us know. Um, I know I forgot to turn the furnace off for this week. <laughs> That's the same time it's went on. Uh, let us know how we're doing. Let us know if there's something that you want to suggest. And that's Ghostly Talk was formed around a lot of that stuff back in the day. It, a lot of it was people going, hey, you guys should talk about this or, yeah. or try this or try this idea. And a lot of those ideas filtered their way into the infrastructure of how the show ran, you know, on the front end and the back end, we would do things, right? So n- let us know. We're totally open about that. This is obviously just a... I think we're going to get plenty of requests for a re- reappearance of the fruit fly. Honestly. The fruit fly. Oh my god, yeah. the fruit fly the fruit, yeah, the has fruit fly. to be here every week. <laughs> Freddie the fruit fly. It's our dear friend uh, from Georgia. There's been a couple of them. New mascot? I, there's no. There's two of them. There's two of them in the house, and I don't know where they came from. I got. One, I killed one, mm. and I think the other one's trying to plot his revenge on me now. That's Could why he's be. following me around. I don't know where they came from. This is a pretty clean house, uh, and but there's been these two fruit flies flying around. Here. It doesn't matter how you were the clean one that killed is. my brother. You killed my brother. Dude, well, I killed a squirrel last year accidentally. No, it was two years ago. I was going down the road here by my house. He was driving you nuts. He was driving. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going down the road, and I mean, he just ran out in front of me, and I, you know, it was one of those like, boom, you know, you hit it and you feel it, and I'm like. <gasps> And I look behind me, and there's just like a tube on the a little hair tube on the ground, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my dear, don't don't even!" I see you <laughs> grinding your teeth right now. Stop it. Um, yeah, I got really paranoid though. I really got paranoid because I was I'd be out riding my bicycle somewhere, and I'd see like a group of like four squirrels standing there, and I, I, I swear they'd turn around and look at me. And be like, that's the guy. That's that motherfucker right there, man. We're gonna get. And I'm like, they're plotting. They're gonna. They're gonna kill me. I'm gonna wake up one night and there's be like 40 squirrels in my bed, um, with a giant tube. With a giant. <laughs> that's it. No, we're we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Okay. All right, guys. I think we're gonna. Now land I it. know how to plot revenge on Scott. What? You gonna get squirrels Let after me? Forty squirrels into your house. I love squirrels. I love squirrels. I actually found would a devil in the front yard. Would you love forty squirrels in your house? I wouldn't like. No, that would suck. That would totally suck. I wouldn't like that. One of them died. I found a dead one in the front yard just not too long ago. I was pulling out of the driveway, and I'm like, what's that furry hair tube in the, <laughs> in the yard? I'm like, oh, it's a poor squirrel. I had one. I had one uh, last year. I, had, I was sick one weekend, and it was one of the – I'm like, okay, I'm just going to lay here watching Netflix. and just. And so I spent a whole weekend watching, like, horror, like, all of them, like, like them one two star horror flicks on Netflix just like going okay oh, dude yeah. I'm just gonna just see how much I can take here and finally like that was like Friday and Saturday I did that like around the clock and Sunday I started feeling better and the weather was breaking I'm like well you know what? I'm feeling better I'm gonna get out and get some fresh air I'm gonna start pulling you know get the refuse cans out from behind the shed and all that stuff just start getting things set up for the for the nicer weather and whatnot. Um, and I 
the cans were filled with water from the snow and stuff like that. And I'm now mind you, I'm kind of in this like you know horror movie mode. I'm kind of been watching the <laughs> shitty horror films for the last two days, and. I dump one of them out, and out rolls a dead squirrel, like, you know, completely, like, pickled dead squirrel. (laughs) And my neighbor, like, he could see me, like, you know, through the privacy fence, I guess, or something like that, because I go, ah! And I I scream like a little girl. I scream like a little, I did, I totally, I was like, ah! (laughs) And it was just, I was kind of in that mode, like, jump scare mode, and it's just something I didn't, poor thing, and it just kind of, like, rolled out, like, just that gross, like, and just kind of, like, just. Like it was just soft. I mean, I didn't want to touch it. A soft furry hair too scared the crap out of me. So I got dead squirrels. God damn it, dude! I got dead squirrels all around me. Dead squirrels on the ground. <laughs> right, Dad. I will song about never that. look at a squirrel the same again. But we got a whole family that lives here. They're cool. They chewed up my cable lines. Little pricks. <laughs> They, they, they didn't want you to podcast. This is what they did. This is what they did. That's ha- that happened after I killed their brother. Stop the podcast. Stop the podcast. They, 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 this is true. I, I, my internet got all messed up, and um, I had the guy come out, and he's like, "Oh yeah," he's like, "The house was fine." He's like, so he went up on the pole, and he's like, "Oh yeah," the, the squirrels chewed up all the lines. It overloaded the signal to my router, well, my, my router, my modem, and it blew up the modem. So I had to buy a whole new modem on top of everything. I'm like they got me back. They got nice. me back. They yeah. won, dude. That's it, guys. We're calling right. in a week. Thank you all. Um, Keep them coming. Keep the emails coming. Let us know. Tim, thanks for coming and hanging out hey, tonight. Thanks for having me out Mighty here. Mighty Fat Jesus, uh, old fun. friend of the show. Yeah, thanks for... Yeah, I appreciate it. Hope you had a good time. And, oh, uh, absolutely. We're going to go outside and probably do the same thing we're doing right now, but without headphones on our heads and mics in front of our faces. And more drinks in our hands. And more drinks in our hands. Later, guys.